This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. Republican Congressman and two-time presidential candidate Ron Paul wants to audit the Federal Reserve, arguing that Americans need to know more about the central bank, especially given the dramatic increases in the size of the bank's balance sheet. He spoke at the Cato Institute June 24, 2009. The full event is available at Cato.org. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a real delight to be here, and uh, of course, I'm pleased to come here and discuss a subject that uh, fascinates me and has been an um, interest of mine for not a couple years, but uh, quite a few decades. Matter of fact, it was the monetary issue that first got me interested in running for Congress uh, back in the 70s. And uh, some of you here may even remember the 70s, and they were rather hectic. If you don't remember them, uh, you probably have read about them, and they were very hectic. And uh, I was fascinated with the fact that uh, the Austrian free market economists predicted in early on in the 60s that uh, the Bretton Woods arrangement would never never last, and it, and it failed. And uh, then that led into chaos of the 70s. But uh, on a lark, I thought I would uh, speak out and run for Congress. And uh, there was a little bit of concern uh, uh, by my wife about this because uh, she, she considered it a dangerous thing to do. And I couldn't understand that. And her, to her, the danger was that I could end up getting elected. But, uh, but I guaranteed her that that couldn't happen because I was going to be talking about, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve and the Federal Open Market Committee and, and who cared about that. But uh, she was more right than I was on, on that. But the 70s were hectic, and there was a cry even at that time to know more about the Federal Reserve. And, uh, and even that decade was not the first time. Uh, the people, through their congressmen, were speaking out and wanted more openness about what the Federal Reserve was doing. Early on, even from 1913 on, there was always somebody talking about it. And interestingly enough, uh, a lot of that sentiment originated in Texas. There, anybody remember Wright Patman? Uh, he came from a populist viewpoint. He wanted to know more about how Wall Street was being taken care of by the Federal Reserve, and he wanted the books open. And lo and behold, uh, uh, Henry Gonzalez uh, advocated the same thing. But they came, they came not from a free market perspective, but a populist perspective. But at least they were advocating uh, more openness. In 1978, there was a change in the law. It was a, a law that uh, we're dealing with today. And the law said that uh, the Federal Reserve now can be audited. And you think, well, that's fine and dandy. Uh, but... Uh, interestingly enough, and uh, this is not unusual for Congress, they said, sure, you can be audited except for A, B, C, and D. And of course, A, B, C, and D are all the important things that the Federal Reserve does, whether it has to do with FOMC meetings, whether it has to do with international agreements, uh, deals that they make with other central banks, uh, the international financial organizations, all that is to uh, be kept secret. And uh, so it was more or less exempt from uh, freedom of information, uh, uh, information or uh, uh, access to Freedom of Information Act. And, and therefore, really, we don't know a whole lot about what goes on behind the scenes uh, at, at the Federal Reserve. But conditions have changed dramatically, if, uh, if you haven't noticed, in this past year. And uh, although I've been talking about it for decades and arguing that we had a financial system that was very friable, very vulnerable, and it was the Fed that was creating the bubbles. 
and therefore we should be looking into it and preventing these problems rather than waiting for a cataclysmic financial uh, crisis to hit. But, uh, and there were, there were more than a few talking about that, but nevertheless, Congress and others were receiving too much benefit by a secretive Federal Reserve system that created money out of thin air and uh, was able to finance big government. So there were two groups over in the Hill that loved this setup. The one group, the conservatives, they loved it because you could finance war without being responsible. And the left liked it because you could finance welfare uh, without direct taxation. It was the indirect taxation through inflation, the looting of the money supply that financed uh, big government. And uh, the question, uh, the best answer I have about defending my bill is asking a question, why not? I mean, why in the world should this much power be given to a Federal Reserve that has the authority to create a trillion dollars secretly and Congress says nothing? I mean, why not? I mean, it, it, uh, it just means, that it just makes so much sense. So uh, the sentiment has changed. It wasn't because all of a sudden the people woke up and decided the Federal Reserve indeed needed to be audited and we needed to know more about uh, the Federal Reserve. It had to do with the TARP funds. It was 700 billions. It's sort of like uh, what they do after the emergency, like 9-11, well, we need a Patriot Act. If you don't vote for the Patriot Act, you're not patriotic. And they rush that through in a couple weeks and. Nobody gets to read it, but the people want action. So uh, when the crisis hit, TARP funds were passed, $700 billion. Uh, there's still a bunch of it floating around, but all of a sudden, some of those funds got into the hands of uh, uh, unsavory characters, like uh, people who ruined their companies, and they ended up getting hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in bonuses coming from the American taxpayer. People say, what is going on? And they send a strong message out to Congress. We wanna know what's happening. We want transparency. Let's find out what's happening. But then it became known to so many people at the grassroots level that the Federal Reserve is very much involved. They don't quite understand how the Federal Reserve created our problems, but they understand how the Federal Reserve has been very much involved. So though I have a different motivation for transparency overall because of the monetary system and, and what's been going on for years, right now the motivation is to know what kind of shenanigans the Federal Reserve has been up to and how they've been wheeling and dealing and, and bailing out their friends. Congress deals in hundreds of billions of dollars. The Federal Reserve deals in trillions. And it is a, we don't know exactly how much uh, line of credit, guarantees, and direct loans that they have made and promised. And it's estimated it could be three or four trillion dollars in the past year. But we don't know exactly. So the real uh, necessity is for us to find out, and then uh, we deal with the aftermath. The bill is mainly to open up the books and find out what's going on. It does not deal with monetary policy. It does not deal with regulatory policy, and uh, it, uh, it, it's mainly for opening up the books, so it's, it's less uh, confrontational for those who want to design regulations and deal with, uh, with monetary policy. And I think that's why we're getting such bipartisan su support. Uh, the support is very strong, but it is a reflection not of my ability to go around and, and twist arms, uh, because I have no clout whatsoever <laughs> 
over in the Congress, but there are a, a, a few spammers out there that are interested in, in what I've been doing, and they're letting their congressmen know. For that, and for that reason, there's a strong move on, and there's a lot of legislative uh, consequences going on on wh where this goes and when we have hearings and, and whether it gets added on in the Senate, and I don't think we have enough time to go into all those details, but one thing for sure is it's never going to be the same again. Never. Because if tomorrow, if they came, come in and all the members of Congress, or they remove their names and it changes and there's no transparency, all we have to say is, what do they have to hide? And for once, I think it's the first time the Federal Reserve has hired a lobbyist to lobby members of Congress against this bill. And guess where the lobbyists came from? Well, she's, she's a hangover from Enron. She lobbied for Enron. So that's very appropriate. She'll know, she'll know the ropes and she'll recognize a Ponzi scheme and, and uh, hopefully, but uh, unfortunately she'll probably be wanting to protect it. Uh, so anyway, we, we are very pleased with it. And uh, the thrust of the bill is just openness to find out what's going on. And of course, my ultimate goal, will, it will be that once you find out exactly what the Federal Reserve has been up to, and the conclusion being that it's the Federal Reserve that creates financial bubbles. And, of course, Congress adds a lot of problems to that, but that's the key to it. And once that is known, and once you see the deterioration of the dollar, which will come, you can't double the money supply in six months and not have some consequences to it. That is when we will have true monetary reform, and that's when we'll have a lot more fun. <laughs> Ron Paul represents the 14th Congressional District of Texas. You can watch his full comments on Federal Reserve Transparency at Cato.org.